Hello and welcome to the Sales Talk series from Novell's enablement team. I'm Randall Barch, the Solutions Enablement Engineer for End User Computing Solutions. What we cover in this series is how you can use nearly anything that's happened in the press or world of technology as a reason to start a productive conversation with your customers, partners, and peers. Welcome to Novell Sales Talk. This is Randall Barch, and with me today I've got Lawrence Pitt, the Director of Product Management for Endpoint Management. Thanks very much, Randall. Hi. It's good to have you here, Lawrence. Today we want to talk about ZCM, or Zenworks Configuration Management 10.3. It's very near being released. Here at Brainshare, we're making a big splash about it. Give us the top three hits, and then we'll go into them in a little more detail. Okay, so as you said, Zenworks Configuration Management 10.3 is released later on this month as a product. And the three main things that you'll see in there, we have a virtual appliance solution for the product. So this is a new delivery method. We also have enhanced the way that we work with remote offices and how we can work on slow networks. And then at the same time, we now support smart card authentication as well, which is something that's been highly demanded from our customers. Okay, so let's drill into the appliance option. I've heard this is an option for deployment. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so what we're seeing in the market is one of the barriers to adoption in some places where, is where a customer wants to deploy a server, but they feel they don't necessarily have the skill to do the deployment. And they need something simple that can get them up and running and fast. Or alternatively, they are confident with the deployment, but they don't have time. So the virtual appliance is just another option for the product. So any customer who has Zenworks Configuration Management on 10.3 is entitled to the appliance. What we've done for the appliance is we've used the SUSE Studio, so the Just Enough Operating System build of Linux. We take that and then we lay Zenworks Configuration Management on top of that. And so the customer receives that as VMware ESX compatible virtual image of a server. And they download that, they deploy it. There's five or six questions they get asked which configure it to their environment. And then they have a server up and running with everything that they're entitled to use in that. So it's a full deployment of the product, but targeted at specific places, small business or people who want to get up and running fast and just don't have time. This is something that some have called a soft appliance. So you don't go out and buy a box branded Novell or a box branded by another company and then it's already installed on it. No, I mean, this is a soft appliance. I mean, there is nothing to stop a partner looking at this and feeling that maybe they could use this as a hard appliance. Mm -hmm. But Novell isn't in the business of being a hardware company, we don't want to sell servers and boxes. But as a soft appliance, this is absolutely a perfect entry point into the market. So roughly, can you give us an idea of how much time that would save a customer from, instead of doing a whole install on their own, or just popping the appliance in? So if we were to say a basic install of the product with the database and configuration to the point where you can start making settings would probably take you half an hour. Mm-hmm. Once you have the appliance in your environment, you could deploy a new server in maybe as much as two minutes. So there's a huge time saving to this. It literally is to spin up the virtual appliance. You answer the customization questions, which are IP address, DNS name, and then you're good to go with that box. You can start managing it, deploying the agent, creating applications, and Zenworks is out there. Other than that, administration of Zenworks configuration management is identical, right? Exactly. So if you're familiar with Zenworks Configuration Management today, you will be able to use the appliance. They are absolutely identical functionally. It is just a deployment method. Okay. Is that going to play to our customers that are larger or mid-size or smaller? Well, we think, we think we're going to see this going both ways. Okay. So for the smaller customer, it is ideal. 
because it, a lot of the smaller customers, they are nervous about adopting new product. They're nervous about adopting any product. They have ways that they do things and they, they're not happy about having to switch over. So if we can give them something that is very, very simple to deploy, and because it's deployed on top of a hypervisor, then think driver issues and operating system issues go away because the hypervisor abstracts that away from the product. So in the, in the SMB market, this is an ideal play. At the same time for the enterprise, it does offer a rapid deploy method. So the two, the two areas where this could fit are, I have a rack of servers, I want to bring some more servers up, very easy to deploy an appliance in that, but deploy it as a virtual server instance rather than an appliance. On the other side of it, we do have many customers who have small outreach sites um, or maybe on the end of a very bad link. So they can deploy that server over the link and have a full server running on that site virtually. Mm -hmm. They can still manage it, but again, it doesn't need somebody on site to have deep skills in Linux and Windows and configuration management because the whole thing can be done with a couple of DVDs in the post. Okay, so this appliance will still have to connect back to the database. So if it's being deployed in the SMB model, then the database is part of the appliance. Okay. So the database ships with the Sybase. Um, so one of, the, one of our differentiators with the product is we actually embed Sybase into Semus Configuration Management as a default offering. Now, obviously, we support Oracle and SQL as well, but the Sybase offering means that most customers or a lot of customers can just deploy to that. So the appliance in a standalone mode would use the embedded database. Mm -hmm. If it was a customer who didn't want that, then they could reconfigure that to point to an enterprise database and then use that as an enterprise product as well. And in that, the same rules apply. You wouldn't typically put it on the end of a slow bandwidth a WAN link. Correct. So if this was an enterprise deployment and we were putting it over sites, it would be a data center. You would be deploying this into a, a rack of servers and as you know, sitting on the SAN and accessing it that way. If I'm a salesperson, would I approach new customers, particularly with this news, or would I approach my existing ZCM customers? This is going to be a great thing to take to a new customer. Because it is so simple to deploy, mm. we are one of very few vendors in the market who can give this offering in this way. And if you look at our competitive space with this, all of our tier one competitors, which are the Microsofts and the Semantics and the Landesks, all of those products, their requirement is a Microsoft SQL database at the back end. Mm -hmm. So they cannot offer this kind of appliance solution because they will always need that extra server to do the rest of the work. Whereas with this, we have a fully embedded solution. It's, it is somewhere where we can make a novel play. We own every component in that solution and we manage the whole piece. So this should silence that objection some customers have about, hey, you know, I've got this option from Case, this K-Box thing. We've now got that option and we've got the best solution behind it. For the Case, this is our answer to Case. Yeah. And of course, the difference is Case is a relatively new entry to this market. How long has Case been around? Two, three years? Right. Case have no real global presence. Obviously, the acquisition by Dell is going to be something which will allow them to push a global presence. But at the moment, we're in a state of uncertainty because nobody really knows exactly how Dell will deal with that. Whereas Zenworks has been around for a long time. Even the configuration management product, which is our newest release, has been around twice as long as Case has been in existence. Mm. So, yes. Okay, let's move on to smart card authentication. So I, I've got to admit, this is one that I haven't, in my days in the sales role, I haven't deployed or sold to some customers. So tell me why that's important to some customers. So simple smart card authentication is being able to walk up to a device with your 
employee ID card, plug that into a reader and authenticate to that device. Now, this is particularly important in areas like healthcare, police like this, or secure environments, because that card is likely to be your access badge, your employee identity. Mm -hmm. So it means you should be able to walk up to any device and pick up your user experience and work with it. Now, the reintroduction of this into Zenworks is something that uh, we had in previous generation of the product via integration with eDirectory. Okay. Because we decoupled with eDirectory to move forward, we lost that integration piece, and so we reintroduced it in 10.3. So we use Kerberos tickets, ticket gets passed to the server, and then we can authenticate. As you said, in Americas, we're not seeing a huge demand for this. Where the demand has come from is in EMEA. A huge demand for mm. it in EMEA okay. with uh, a number of large customers who want to move to ZCM and need smart cards to be able to make that move. But I think moving into the future, we will see more and more of this as well because the smart card is entirely commoditized now. Yeah. If you take your credit cards out of your wallet, I'll bet half the credit cards you've got have a smart chip in them. Is that going to require some kind of infrastructure like Nomel modular authentication services? The infrastructure it will need will be a directory backend and a Kerberos ticketing system. Okay. So we're going to find most customers are doing this NAD environment to do that. So it really requires what they've already got and yes. no extra Novell-ish infrastructure. No, there's no identity manager, there's mm -hmm. no drivers, there's no synchronization. All we're doing is hooking in to the fact they have an existing smart card. So customers who want to use this will already very likely be using a smart card to authenticate to their device. Yeah. The challenge with Zenworks is they then have to re-authenticate manually to the agent to be able to log in. What we're doing now is we're intercepting that credential that's coming from the smart card and we're passing that back to the cars or piece of Zenworks to finish off that authentication. So it's a one step for them. doesn't sound like there's any dependencies on what kind of smart card you're using. We just use whatever infrastructure is already in place. A smart card's a smart card. It's the security and the certificates that are important and there are intense standards. So. Yeah. So whether it's a proximity card or whether it's one that you actually have to stick into the reader or... Well, so funny enough, the, the biggest request we have actually outside of America's is proximity-based. Mm -hmm. And again, it's down to the reader. I mean, all the proximity devices is something you can figure to recognize a card when it comes within a certain range, mm -hmm. whereas a smart card reader is a USB device that's plugged in like an ATM-type reader. Okay. And so the, the reader is irrelevant. If the reader is understood by the system, then Zenworks would work with it. Okay, let's touch on that last bit of improvement in ZCM Service Pack 3, is the throttling and the greater control over bandwidth out to the remote sites. Yeah, so this is, again, Zenworks has always done this. It's, we've always had the capability to throttle traffic to a site and set a blackout schedule to say things will happen. What we haven't had is in, intensely granular ways of doing this. So what we'll see in 10.3 is really it's a first release of this because we will be enhancing this functionality with the next release of the product. But this is what's been demanded initially which is I want to be able to say, I have a slow site, I do not want to consume all of that bandwidth by delivering information. So the throttling today is something that works between a primary server in the data center and a satellite device on a remote site. It does not work between a satellite or a primary server and an endpoint because bandwidth limitations are not on the, they're, they're on the WAN wire, they're not on the network wire. People generally have at least 100 meg to switch to their desktop. Gigabits becoming much, much more common. And so to flood the network installing office is going to be something that's rare. Mm -hmm. But over the network, 
we all know that once you start to talk about WAN pipes, okay, I have a four megabyte WAN pipe, but with quality of service and bandwidth shaping, how much of that has actually been left? It's, it's not uncommon to find that email traffic is a higher priority than general network traffic. So we need to be able to work within those constraints. So you, like I say, you can set policies within Zenworks and that policy will say, you are throttled to only use this much of that network, be it a percentage or a, a number of K or bytes a second that are going to go down the wire. So it's very, very configurable. So those customers that needed a lot of configurability for their remote locations, I know of a few who've retained some of the old Zenworks technology in there to do... Zenworks server management tiered electronic yeah. distribution. So, yeah, we do find a lot of customers did actually retain that because they moved files around. Now, the disadvantage of that today, great solution, fantastic product. I really, I've always been a big fan of TED. Mm-hmm. The challenge with that is that that content that you're moving around is content that's managed within Zenworks server management. It's not content that's managed within Zenworks configuration management. Although we can pick up the content, we can deliver it, we can give people access to it, Zenworks has to have another console to be able to update it or change it or delta it. With what we're talking about here, the TED piece could actually move away and then we could use Zenworks to do that, in which case the Zenworks content repository becomes where the data is. Mm -hmm. So we're now entirely managed. And entirely managed through a web browser like ZCM is. Exactly. And moved to the brand new platform. So we're almost 100% parity with the old platform. Uh, I would say we're beyond 100% parity uh, yes, now. Yes, you correct me on that because there are just so many advantages with uh, ZCM. Advantage with ZCM, the web console that we have, there is no thick client for the product. A very, very powerful command line utility using web services to do things. We are firewall friendly. We use standards for protocols. We use open source software wherever possible. This is why it was such a, a ground up rewrite for us to do this product. And we are very, very proud of where we are with it. And one last thing I'd like to call out actually is Windows 7 support. So Windows 7 was introduced in 10.2.2 of the product. Originally we were planning to introduce it in 10.3 but we decided it was such an important platform release that for the first time ever, we would introduce that as a hotfix release. Mm -hmm. So within one of our minor releases, we introduced this support. We'll see this being enhanced into 10.3 as well, so the ability to find out what devices you've got that may or may not be ready in the network and better support for the actual platform as well. So 10.3 is truly ready for Windows 7, ready for the enterprise, ready for the small and medium business, ready for virtualization, ready for really wherever you want to take it. Fantastic. Okay, Lawrence, thanks for spending time with us, talking to us about ZCM 10.3. For Novell Sales Talk, this is Randall Bart. Thanks for listening. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.